Good morning. Welcome to the Mr. Irrelevant Podcast. It is Wednesday, August 2nd, or so I'm told. I'm your host, Jamie Mottram, coming to you from the streets of Wilmington, North Carolina. Joining me on the phone to talk about Nats baseball from the website Nats Baseball, it's Harper Gordek. Harper, good morning. Good morning. Uh, hello, everybody out there. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, the streets of Wilmington, North Carolina are pretty quiet, but I'm literally just standing on a street corner talking on my iPhone and calling it podcasting. Not a prostitutes or anything no none of those I, there's some tourists uh there's there's a little bit of like a water scene we're right here on the cape fear river it's nice um so let's talk nats baseball they you know the trade deadline just came and went they had acquired ryan madsen and sean doolittle previously from the a's they got some other dude from the twins who i haven't even bothered to like learn his name yet uh they needed a lot of help they got a lot of help, but, you know, looking at it uh, critically and, and like saying like, you know, on a zero to 100 scale with zero being they did nothing at all to 100 being like they did a masterful job of addressing their bullpen needs. What would you give Mike Rizzo and the Nats on, on the bullpen piece of the, the trade deadline? Uh, from one to uh, zero to 100, I'd probably give them somewhere in 80 to 85. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they a hundred would have been something that would have secured their closer situation for the next, you know, two to three years. Um, I'm not even sure if something was out there that they could have done that, but I mean, we're setting the bar. You know, a hundred has to be a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, what they did do is they got three very good arms, three arms that have been good recently, three arms with closing experience. They brought in two righties and a lefty. Um, there isn't much to complain about. Other than saying, and you know, they did a very good job. They could have done a great job. Who is the guy that they got from Minnesota? What's his name again? Brandon Kinsler. And he was an all-star. He was a closer. He was. He was, So was Matt Caps. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, he's he's not an impressive pitcher. Uh, he doesn't strike out a lot of guys. What he does is he gets a lot of weak ground balls. And he's very good at that. Um, but he's not the kind of lights out guy that you expect when you hear been closing for a year and a half. Uh, and I, I think that's what it boils down to. If you're unhappy with what the Nets did in the bullpen, it's because they didn't get that one guy, the Andrew Miller, the Chapman, or even this year, Brad Hand could have kind of been considered that the guy that would come in and you'd feel like, Oh, this guy's just going to mow him down. We're safe for this inning. Um, you, you can't say that with Madsen Doolittle or, what they do is they brought in three really good arms. It must be great to root for a team that has that. I don't know. It's been a while. <laughs> I'm not sure what that feels like. Uh, Doolittle's been closing since they got him and Madsen. He's been shaky, at least the times I've watched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you think, or have they even said, like who's going to be closing going forward? Uh, they haven't said. I think Dusty has hinted that just to kind of feel it out. Uh, my expectation is that Kinsler will get more of the save opportunities since he's been doing the saving this year for Minnesota. He has 28 saves so far this year. Uh, and I think they'll use Doolittle here and there if they have a very lefty-heavy uh-huh. um, ninth inning that's coming up. And I think that's good. I think, I think what we want to see, what I'd like to see, is them do something like that. So when it comes to the playoffs and you're facing a team with like three lefties, yeah. they're not trying to force Brandon Kinsler in there. Do we trust hey, Dusty Baker plane. to be? Yeah, there's a plane. Yes. Uh, welcome, welcome to Wilmington. 
Um, so do we trust Dusty Baker to be like the deft bullpen manager when there's not people that have like set roles or innings uh, to kind of juggle and play those matchups? I mean, I, I would say and when he had a bunch of good arms, um, he was able to work those platoon advantages, feel out who was hot or not, uh, and, and really make it a successful bullpen. So I don't see any reason why he couldn't do it with the guys that he's got now. It, uh, it seemed to very much perplex him when he didn't have a lot of good choices. Um, he, he didn't kind of learn how to ride the hot hand. He kind of forced in some guys from injury that he probably should have waited out a little longer. Um, but now with three quality arms brought in, along with the potential for Matt Albers to be good, although he didn't look good last night, or Romero, or returning Kelly. You know, he's probably going to have four or five guys that he feels okay about, and I think that I think he can work with that. I'm glad we're not relying on Fat Matt Albers going forward. I feel yeah. good about an 80 to 85 assessment uh, for the bullpen uh, trades. I don't feel good though that they didn't do anything about the rotation. Um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's you know Scherzer. And Scherzer had something happen to him last night. Not sure what. Mm-hmm. Strasburg, who has had something going on for a couple weeks now, and for you know the past half decade has been a question mark as you get longer into the season. And then Geo, good Geo this year. Um, really and, good Geo. And Tanner, who's you know kind of bad Tanner this year. Uh, I just don't feel good about that rotation. I, are you surprised they didn't do anything to address it? I'm not surprised because you know the the cost for starting pitchers is high in in the trade at uh, the trade deadline and they didn't really need a pitcher to secure a playoff spot like there there's nothing right. that they needed that other pitcher for um you know I don't like it because like you said we have these going into the trade deadline so before yesterday I was I thought they kind of needed a starting pitcher. Now I've upgraded to sort of, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, they, uh, they have these three second Strasburg, Geo and Rourke, and they all have an issue with them that you don't feel a hundred percent confident. Mm-hmm. Would they all fail? No, probably not. But the chances of one of them failing is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And you saw last year, not having four starters for the playoff kind of messed with what the Nats wanted to do. And so bringing in a, a fourth, third, fourth kind of starter guy, and R.A. Dickey, Lance Lynn, would have really helped in the idea of, okay, we've got our, we're going to have four pitchers. It may not be even the guy we brought in, but we're going to have four pitchers. Um, now with Scherzer, uh, whatever's wrong with him, it just makes it kind of more imperative that that guy would have been brought in. But now there's, there's not much you can do except wait for the waiver trade deadline. Um, and, and kind of, I guess that's what they're going to do is they're going to see how Scherzer deals with his neck, how Strasburg deals with his arm and see if they do have to bring in that, that guy, at the waiver deadline. So you know, something you said there, I found to be quite curious is that you upgraded from kind of to sort of, I didn't know there was a delineation between kind of and sort of, I thought oh, that totally. was kind of sort of was the same thing. No, no, no. They're completely different. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah. and I mean, the Dodgers got Darvish, uh, you know, clearly they were already like the, the, the class of the, of the National League, at least from a record standpoint. Um, did they and or other contenders get significantly better while the, the, the Nats pretty much just addressed the bullpen? The, uh, I, I think they, that all the competitors on, in the National League got better at least somewhat. Um, 
the Dodgers, they really did a – that was a move for a team looking to win a World Series. You bring in Darvish because you that's going to increase your chances of winning in the playoffs because you have now this, this ace-level starter to go in with your other ace-level starter. That's the kind of thing that really – if you're going to make a move that – that will improve your chances in the playoff. That's the move to make. Mm-hmm. Um, it also takes care of their the chance that that Kershaw can't go in the playoffs, which I mean you have to assume is a possibility. Um, so that's not great for the Nets to see that. And I think the Cubs. A lot of people don't label them winners, but it's more because of what they gave up. Um, what they did for 2017 is really good. They added a Jose Quintana, who's a top of the rotation pitcher. They added Justin Wilson, who is might have been the best reliever. I'm trying to think through the trade deadline deals, but might have been the best reliever, in, at least in far stats this year, to go from one team to another. Um, and they gave themselves a backup catcher so they don't wear out their, their young guy, Wilson Contreras. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've gotten better. And I think there is, there's got to be a little fear if you want the Nats to have home field advantage in the NLDS for the Cubs to catch up. Um, I also really like what the Diamondbacks did. I mean, you don't want to do much to go into the playoffs if you're hunting for a wild card because mm-hmm. you're right. you're just up to that one game. But they gave up nothing, and they got J.D. Martinez, who's a really good right-handed bat. Um, honestly, that's not going to matter for the Nets. You know, they have to make their – if they catch them, they'll catch them in the NLCS, and we'll be happy to catch anybody in the NLCS. Uh, but I think they those three teams – did get better. So I haven't really uh, thought about this. They, the, the Nats, the Nats uh, likely would be facing the NL Central champ, and it just in, if the season ended today would be hosting the NLDS or not hosting, but have home field advantage. Yeah. Okay. Got it. All right. There's a big series coming. So this weekend is Cubs, and so we'll we'll know more after this weekend on if the Nats really have to worry about that or if that's they've got it in hand. Well, you know, uh, interesting thing about that is I'm going to be there. I'm going to be at Wrigley Field for the first time ever in the bleachers on Saturday. I believe it's Roark versus Lackey. If you see any Cubs home run balls get thrown back onto the field, you'll know from whence it came. If I see any any Matrams get thrown onto the field, I know which one it was. <laughs> right, yeah, it was it was the, the one who hosts the podcast. Um, yeah. Okay, last question for you. They got Harry Kendrick from Philly. Chances that Howie Kendrick figures prominently into the rest of this Nats season. It's all up to Worth. I think what you've seen so far is he's already started three games. And I think the way that Dusty looks at things, he likes his position. Uh, I think he looks at Goodwin and says this guy's a center fielder. When Michael Taylor comes back, which seems now to be on track for sometime early, mid-August, maybe a week, maybe two at most, um, that Goodwin's going to be the one that sits, and Kendrick is going to be the one that plays Worth's position. Mm-hmm. Um, and as long as Worth is out, I think Kendrick is going to be the starter. Wouldn't be surprised also if he was the first bat off the bench uh, in big positions, since he's contact. I mean, if you want to, if you want to hit, which is generally usually why you're bringing in a pinch hitter, um, Kendrick is the guy to go to. So I think I think he's going to have a big role in the Nats uh, next couple of months, especially if Worth remains out and no one seems to know when he might be coming back. I feel like there's a high level of Howie Kendrick enthusiasm as well. Like, 
there's Howie Howie chants happening at Nats Park. I, I feel like I've heard that on the on the. It's a fun name. Yeah, Howie's it's a, a fun name. name. It's a fun name. Uh, he's got a track record of being a fun guy who also gets hits. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Well, Harper, thank you for joining us. Um, wish me luck at Wrigley Field. The I hopefully hopefully it's friendly confines, even for a Nats fan. Um, Do some our, finger guns like that guy that one time. What was that? There's a good there's a good gif of a Nats fan doing finger guns at Wrigley Field. Oh really? All right, I'm gonna have to look. I that think up. it's Wrigley Field. It's definitely okay. against the Cubs. Uh, our <laughs> listeners can find you at Harper Gordek on Twitter and at natsbaseball.blogspot.com on the internet. Uh, you can find us here on the Mr. Relevant Podcast most weekdays. Uh, subscribe via iTunes, uh, Stitcher, or Bumpers, which is where this emanates from. The Bumpers app. And uh, hopefully the Nats did enough.